Hey y'all, how y'all doing today or tonight or whenever you are listening to this podcast? First, I want to say thank you for um, coming here and listening to the podcast today. And thank you for investing in your health. If you don't know, my name is Marquita Hudson. I am a clinical therapist um, and a licensed master social worker. I am the owner and founder of Live Well Beautiful Coaching and Counseling, and also the owner and founder of Maya B's Herbal Essentials. Um, My approach with healing is holistic. And so what I mean by that is anything that I do in regards to myself and my clients and friends and family, it usually comes from a holistic perspective meaning the spirit, mind, and body. So today I wanted to touch on a topic that many of us may be experiencing or have experienced before, and especially in these times. And the topic that I wanted to discuss today is grief. And so when we think of grief, usually grief and loss Um, is usually associated with someone losing a loved one or maybe losing, um, again, maybe losing a loved one or maybe losing a pet or something of that nature. But grief and loss can be a multitude of different things. Um, You can lose um, a job. You can be grieving the loss of a job, of a relationship, of a certain lifestyle. Even now where we're in these times of um, being quarantined and have to social distance, you know, practice social distancing, we can also um, grieve and loss, grieve and um, have loss over not being able to you know, socialize with your friends, your family, not being able to do the things that you would normally do um, before all of this happened with COVID-19. And so you can actually be mourning that as well. And so what I wanted to discuss with you all today um, as for myself as well, because I have recently experienced loss uh, very, very close to me and my family Um, And so I'm going through different stages. And if you don't know, there are stages of grief. Now, I wanted to just go through these stages and just to offer some support if you are grieving and to um, just give you some insight on the stages and to let you know that everything will be okay. And so the first stage Well, before we get into the stages, let's just get a little background of grief again. So grief and loss is universal. So at some point in our lives, there will at least we will at least have one encounter of grief. Again, like I said, it may be um, the death of a loved one, the loss of a job, the end of a relationship or really pretty much anything that alters life as you previously knew it. Also, grief is very personal. It's not linear or structured, and it's not pretty. It's not neat. You know, sometimes we want everything to be neat and structured, and grief is kind of the exact opposite of that. 
Grief doesn't follow any timelines or schedules. When you're experiencing grief, you may cry, get angry. Um, you can have symptoms of withdrawal or even feel empty or even just stuck sometimes. And so I just wanted to let you know if you do have any of those feelings, then none of those feelings are wrong because everybody um, experiences grief different. But there are some commonalities in the stages and the order of feeling um, having feelings of grief um, and experiencing those feelings. So there are five stages of grief. Um, the first stage is denial. The second stage is anger. The third stage is bargaining. The fourth stage is depression. And the fifth stage is acceptance. And so before I get uh, into unpacking each one of those stages, I do want to um, just let you know that even though those five stages are stated, everyone will not experience, experience all five stages. And you may not go through them in that same order. And so before we unpack each one, I just wanted to clarify that and just um, offer that as a framework or as a foundation uh, before we get into each stage and kind of describe and explore what each stage look like. So again, everybody won't experience all of these stages and all of these stages may not even go in the same order as stated. So again, it's different for every person. So say for instance, you may be coping with the loss in the bargaining stage and then in the next minute or the next day, you may find yourself in anger or in denial. And you can remain in this stage for maybe a month to six months um, or just skip over like the bargaining stage completely. So, again, it just varies. But let's unpack each stage of grief so you can get a better understanding of it. So, again, the first stage is denial. So grief is an overwhelming emotion, right? It's not unusual to, to respond in, in, into the intense and often sudden feelings by pretending the loss or change hasn't happened. Denying it, it gives, it gives us time to, to, to kind of more gradually absorb the news and begin to process it. This is a really common defense mechanism and it, it usually helps us um, numb the situation, kind of like numb the intensity of the grief or the loss. So when we move out of the stages of denial, um, the emotions that we've been hiding or trying to deny will start to come up. And then we usually are confronted with a lot of sorrow and usually that sorrow is what we denied in this stage. And denial is a part of the journey. And um, it can be really difficult, you know. But I can say during the denial stage to always and even in, in any type of grief or loss to give yourself grace and kindness and don't 
try to be strong, you know, um, just be, just feel whatever you're feeling, um, regardless of what stage you're in and allow those feelings to flow. So you can be active in your healing process. Okay. So I'll just give a couple examples of denial, you know, when you're in the, the denial stage. Um, say, for instance, if you lost a job, um, you, you know, you, we will probably say something like they were mistaken. They'll call me tomorrow and say they need me. Or um, the death of a loved one. She's not gone or he's not gone. She'll come around the corner or she'll call me tomorrow, you know. And so that's just examples of denial. The next stage, which is stage number two, again, they may not go. You may not experience this in this order, but we're just kind of unpacking each stage. The next stage is anger. So where denial may be considered a coping mechanism Anger is a masking effect. Anger is hiding many of the emotions and pain that we may carry during the grieving process. The anger may be directed at other people, such as the person who have died, your ex, or your old boss, in the example of a job. You may even aim your anger at inanimate objects. So you may, you know, throw something or, um, you know, break glass or something like that just to process your anger. So while your rational brain knows that the object of your anger isn't to blame, like the feelings that you, we have in that moment are too intense to even rationalize it. So anger may mask itself in feelings like uh, feeling bitter or feelings of resentment. It may not be clear cut rage or anything like that, but it can have some um, connotations of resentment and um, bitterness. So not everyone will feel, would, would, would even feel or even experience this stage. And some, sometimes we may linger in it for a little bit. But as the anger subsides, however, we may begin to think more rational about what's happening and start to feel the emotions that we've been, you know, trying to push aside. All right. So in the stages of grief and loss, stage two is anger. So a few examples is, you know, if you were in a breakup or divorce, I hate him or her. He'll regret leaving me. Or if you had a terminal illness, where is you'll start, you know, questioning and maybe getting angry with God and asking, where is God in this? How, how can God allow this to happen to me or to them, you know, in regards to a terminal illness? Okay. 
The next stage is bargaining. So this is stage three. So during grief, we may feel vulnerable and helpless. In those moments of intense emotions, it's not uncommon to look for ways to regain control or to want to feel like we can affect the outcome of the event that happened. So in the bargaining stage of grief, we may find ourselves creating a lot of what ifs and only if or if only statements. This is not uncommon. It's also not uncommon for people who have religious beliefs to try to make a deal or a promise to God or whatever your higher uh, power um try to make a deal in return for healing or in return from relief from the grief and pain that we are experiencing. So bargaining is usually a line of defense against all all the emotions that we're experiencing with the grief and the loss. It helps us postpone the sadness, confusion, the hurt, the anger that we're experiencing from the grief and the loss. So examples of bargaining is if you had a death of a loved one, um, we would say, only if I had called her that night, she would still be here. Or a breakup of divorce. If I only had spent more time with him or her, they would have stayed with me. Okay? So the stage four in which just personally um, with clients, I think that this is the stage that I think most people do experience and not skip over. And this is depression. So, whereas anger and bargaining can feel very active, depression may feel like a quiet stage of grief. So, in the early stages of loss, you may be running from your emotions, trying to stay a a step ahead of them, you know, in the earliest stage. By this point, however, you, we may be able to embrace and work through them in a more helpful manner. We may also choose to isolate ourselves from others in order to fully cope with the the loss. So that doesn't mean, however, that depression is easy or well-defined. Like the other stages of grief, depression can be difficult and messy. It can feel overwhelming at times. We may feel foggy, heavy, and sometimes um, have confusion. Depression may feel like the inedible landing point of any loss. Um, however, if, if we tend to feel stuck here, or we can't seem to move past this stage of, uh, of grief, Talking to a mental health therapist or a mental health expert 
would probably be the next step to take. Um, a therapist can help us work through this period of coping. Um, and so as a therapist and as someone who is experiencing loss, I find myself having some um, some moments of feeling heavy and confused and foggy. And as a therapist, um, usually when I have clients that's experiencing grief and loss, I, this is this is usually the stage where I'm present and I'm holding space for them. Um, this is usually when they come into my care as a therapist, when they have experienced grief and loss. And this stage of depression is usually uh, more than they can handle um, on their own. And they usually stay in this stage for 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 quite some time. And sometimes they are not knowledgeable that they're in this stage, but they know that they are moving through their process of grief. And so we usually kind of find out that this is the stage that they're in, which is stage number four, depression. And so examples of depression would be if you had a job loss. I don't know how to go forward from here since I've lost this job or a breakup or divorce, why go on at all? There's nothing else to, to, to do to live for. And so that can be examples of the depression stage. And the last stage, which is stage five is acceptance. So first, when we hear the term acceptance, we, you know, it may have some, uplifting connotation to it and, and it can but let's unpack it a little bit so you can get a better understanding of what acceptance mean in the stages of grief so acceptance acceptance is not necessarily a happy or uplifting stage of grief it doesn't mean we've moved on past the grief of or loss however it does mean that we've accepted it and we have come to terms and understanding what it means in our life now. So we may feel very different in this stage and that's entirely expected. So we may have a major change in our lives and that, end, and that ends up being the way we feel about many things, right? So if you can look to acceptance Acceptance is kind of like a way to see that there may be more good days than bad, but there may still be bad. And guess what? That is okay. Give yourself grace. Give yourself compassion and be kind to yourself during your process of grief and mourning and loss. So, a couple examples in stage five, which is acceptance. It's kind of like um, if you had death of a loved one. I'm so fortunate to have had so many wonderful memories with him or her. And she or he will always be in my memories. Or 
a breakup, a divorce. Ultimately, this was a healthy choice for me. And I guess another one we can say for um, a terminal illness, an example would be, I have the opportunity to tie things up and make sure I get to do what I want in these final weeks or months of my life. Okay. So those were the five stages of grief. And I just wanted to offer that Um, information, especially if you're experiencing grief or loss. Um, I'm going to, this is kind of like a framework to, um, to set up, I guess, other podcast episodes that I will discuss and unpack different things that you can do to help you better go through this uh, process of grief and loss. So, Before I end this, there is also um, a seven stage of grief and loss. Um, And that's something that I may just touch on right now. So when I do the next podcast, I can kind of talk about different techniques and interventions that I've used, as well as my clients, to help them get through the process. And so the other stages of grief, which is seven, is shock and denial, pain and guilt, anger and bargaining, depression, the upward turn, reconstruction and working through, acceptance and hope. So it's kind of the same as the five stages of grief. But it kind of unpacks it and break it down a little bit more and gives you a, I guess, a a, a better, I'm not going to say better, but another framework to look at grief and how we all process it. And so, again, even though with the five stages or the seven stages, you may experience all of them and you may not. And also, you may not experience them in that order. But the main thing I want you to, you know, get and take away from this is to understand that grief is realizing that no one's experiences is the same. Um, So grief is very, very personal. And we may feel something different every time, even throughout the day. So we may need several weeks or maybe even years to fully go through this process and heal from it. So again, if you decide that you may need help coping and healing through the feelings and the changes, always seek out a mental health professional. And a mental health professional can be the perfect person to help you uh, vet your feelings and, and finding a sense of assurance um, in something that's so heavy like grief and loss. So if you are experiencing grief and loss and you're looking for additional resources, you can definitely reach out to the depression hotline. Um, the depression hotline is a national um, hotline that has information um, for 
for those who may be going through depression and may need someone to speak with. They are available and it's a free service um, 24-7 and they can definitely help you to get on the path of recovery. And um, so if your depression is interfering with your personal life, your social life, you can definitely reach out. And here are a few numbers that I think will be beneficial to you or even to someone you may know. So the first number is Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration, and that's 1-800-662-HELP. The next number is the National Hope Line Network, and this is um, a hotline that will help with depression. And if you're feeling like you may have, you may be experiencing suicidal thoughts, um, this number is one 800 suicide. The next number is um, the National Suicide Prevention, and it's 1-800-273-TALK. And so I will put those numbers for quick reference in the show notes and um, any other information that I feel that may be pertinent to this um, podcast episode, which is very heavy. I know it is. Um, but I will put information in the show notes so you can use as you see fit. Again, thank you so much for um, listening to this episode, um, exploring and unpacking grief and loss and kind of just, um, giving a framework of what it is and, um, going through the five stages and seven stages of grief. Um, I thank you so much for joining and connecting with me in this manner. And I look forward to connecting with you again so we can um, just, you know, be able to, I guess, connect with each other and just be here for each other, even if it's virtually, you know. Um, So if you know someone that this would be useful for and may need to listen to it, um, send them to this podcast. And, um, I hope that you found this useful and beneficial for you. And again, thank you. So again, I will be talking with you all soon. Peace, love, and light. And don't forget to live well and be well.